Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for avgeeks and non-avgeeks alike. We continue to tackle everything happening in the aviation world in the time of COVID, and today we're going to talk about the new kids on the block. Uh, can we start with Donnie? Uh, not those new kids, Dave. But <laughs> now I do feel an overwhelming need to wave my hand in the air. Oh, oh. okay, all right, hanging tough. Please don't. Funny, nobody ever wants to hear me sing. Anyway, what we're actually talking about is all the new airlines that are getting started. That uh, that makes a lot more sense. But first, I want to thank our sponsors today. We are again happy to have BetterHelp as our sponsor. BetterHelp provides professional counseling done securely online. And we'll talk more about that later in the show. This week, we're also starting a new trivia feature sponsored by thearchive.net. Stick around until the end for this week's trivia question. Now, Dave, do you know the last time a significant airline started up in the U.S.? Nope. Sounds right. Anyway, it was Virgin America, which took flight on August 8, 2007, a really long time ago. Wow. Really? Uh, yeah I'm way to pretend you all care. right <laughs> so so what do you count as significant okay I'll, I'll admit this is a very uh squishy definition but <laughs> i'm really just going with airlines that flew planes and lasted more than a few weeks and not counting like all the little air taxis and other operations that most people haven't heard of you know all the all, all the right. riffraff sure all right so that that sounds good enough for our purposes Exactly. Uh, but now, here we are with one airline that has already started flying a couple weeks ago, another that should be starting soon, and a third that I've thrown in because it has a decent shot at turning into something, even though it's farther away from launch and has a rockier road, but we'll get there. All right. So living in Southern California, I know the airline that's flying. That is Velo, correct? This this is the second week in a row you've pulled some knowledge out, and you even pronounced it right. So I'm I'm very impressed. Um, you, hey, it's you almost are like I work correct. here. Almost. Uh, Avello launched last month with service from Burbank Airport to a whole bunch of destinations, ranging from uh, Phoenix Mesa to Ogden, Utah, Eureka, Pasco, Washington. You name it. Uh, I like the sound of some of those. Yeah, that's the idea. They need more people like you to buy tickets on the planes uh but so avello's plan is to be a reliable low fare operator frills are pretty minimal and most destinations only get service three or four times a week but you know if you're looking for basic and reliable transportation to some places that are really hard to get otherwise well here you go this will work all right so it's basically another bus with wings got it I, i don't think you understand the pain you inflict every time you say that uh, but you're not wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the, the airline's plan actually seems to be kind of like a bizarro allegiant. All right. I get the Superman reference, but uh, no clue on what the other one is. All right. Well, I figured that might be the case. Uh, to get two in a row on the same day would just be asking too much. So I know. Uh, allegiant is an airline. Uh, And it made its mark on the world by having infrequent flights like this, but it brought people from small towns to big bases like Vegas or Orlando. And it was really entirely about serving the leisure traveler um, who are willing to like change the dates of their trip to get a nonstop 
uh, and a low fare to where they need to go. Uh, because from these small towns, it's it, you'd have to like connect and pay through the nose and all this stuff. So that worked really well for them. And Avello is similar in that it's bringing people between two cities with infrequent cheap flights, but it's kind of the opposite. I mean, sure, it'll take some people from uh, Arcata, Eureka to Burbank, but it's more about bringing people from Burbank to Eureka and everywhere else in the network, tapping into that local base. Okay, got it. That makes sense. And this is actually even more clear now that Avello has announced its next base, which is in New Haven, Connecticut. So the only thing I know about New Haven is that Yale is there and they've got pizza. Is there another reason that this is exciting for you? I don't want to get into too much of a tangent here, but the pizza thing I just learned about, this is a... <laughs> All right, some other time we'll get into this, but this is yeah. a real thing that people take seriously. We'll just leave it at that. Sure. Um, but yes, look, uh, the reason they're there is not because of any of that. Uh, there, there are a ton of people who live along the coast in Connecticut, and they have the money and the means to travel. Uh, but the problem is there aren't really any easy airports around there. So those on the southwestern side, you know, those are New York suburbs. They'll probably go to New York airports, and that sucks for everyone involved. And uh, those on the other side, you know, maybe they try Hartford or Providence, but those aren't ideal either. Um, so New Haven can kind of step in and serve those places pretty well. All right. So uh, can I fly there from Burbank? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Avello is is – they're basically opening each base as its own little like self-contained airline. And it's mostly flights under two hours. So Burbank isn't likely in the cards there. Uh, the routes haven't been announced yet, so I don't know that for sure. But since this is about serving the people in Connecticut, I have to assume there will just be like a bunch of Florida in there. But we'll see what else might make the list. All right. So congrats to the people of New Haven and New Haven adjacent. Uh <laughs> I want to talk more about the other two airlines, but first, let's take a break. It's time to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's Better H-E-L-P, and I have some news to share. As listeners know, BetterHelp is not a crisis line, uh, and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. So, what's your news? Well... Uh, as you know, BetterHelp provided us with some free counseling, so I've gone and I signed myself up. Yep, so did I. See, I, I have to say the sign-up process was really easy. Um, I went on, created an account, and then I was asked a series of questions so they could understand what it was I wanted to get help with. Uh, it seems like uh, they just need to build this profile so that they can match you with a therapist that, I, I guess, works with your specialty or you know whatever their magical algorithm does. Right, and we know that BetterHelp says you can be up and running with a therapist within 48 hours. Yeah, and when I finished the sign-up, the website said it could take 48 hours, but it should be quicker than that. And then sure enough, later that day, uh, emailed me an assignment, so it was pretty cool. Um, and then when that came in, I logged in and um, then can read all about the counselor's background, and he sent a welcome message of sorts, and um, then there are a bunch of reviews uh, for, for this guy from other uh, BetterHelp users. So I was able to get a pretty good picture right away of uh, about this guy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I was also matched in under 48 hours. Maybe we have the same guy. Uh, we do not. <laughs> How do you know? Uh, you don't have mine. a guy. Yeah, I do not have a guy. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, so 
you know, at least in my case, the guy, he sent me a note and asked me to talk about myself and what I wanted to discuss and, and that kind of thing. So I wrote back in their secure messaging system um, and he got back to me and said, all right, well, let's set up a time. So uh, I have uh, uh, my first session coming with him over video this week. And, um, you know, the best part is if I like this guy, then BetterHelp is the only reason I'll be able to talk to him because he's in some other state, a couple hours time difference. I know that. So, uh, you know, without something like this, you're stuck with whoever you can drive to to go right. see. So, yeah. Uh, this is very cool. And as you know, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Exactly. So there's no pressure. I mean, if I don't like this guy... I don't have to have that whole awkward breakup phase. I can just yeah. uh, move on. I, I don't know how it works. Do you swipe right or left? Or... <laughs> I, I don't either. But uh, if uh, if our listeners would like to give it a try, uh, BetterHelp is giving Cranky Talk listeners 10% off your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash cranky. Again, that's better. H-E-L-P.com slash cranky for 10% off your first month. All right, so what's the next airline on the list? That would be Breeze, and it hasn't launched yet. In fact, I'm not quite sure why it hasn't. Uh, the airline's been ready to go for some time now, but uh, at least as of the day we recorded this, it still hadn't officially launched and started taking bookings. Uh, maybe by the time people actually hear this, that will have happened, but we know enough about the airline to at least be able to talk about what's coming. Oh, I, I, know, I know. This is the, This is the airline that's being started by David Neeleman. What the hell, Dave? You continue to surprise with your basic knowledge. And yes, David is the founder behind several airlines, most notably JetBlue. And now he's back again with Breeze. Yeah, Brett, we uh, we live in a town that was basically sponsored by JetBlue for 20 years. So you pick some things up. <laughs> Way uh, to go. <laughs> so is this just JetBlue part deux? No, it's, it's different. Well, I think... Um, He's kind of they're kind of launching two different airlines under the same name. It's a somewhat scattered affair so far. But uh, what we do know is that when it launches, uh, the airline will have uh, 108 to 118 seat Embraer aircraft. Um, these airplanes will be bare bones with like some extra legroom seats, but not much else. No Wi-Fi and none of that kind of stuff. So in that sense, it'll be similar to a Velo. OK, sweet. So I'll get this in Burbank, too. Uh, probably not. So routes haven't been announced yet because, like I said, they haven't officially launched. But um, they're expected to start uh, out on the East Coast um, with relatively short flights, so under a couple hours. And, um, you know, it, it'll it be weird because the, the airline has this Goldilocks problem. So if the routes are too small, then Breeze can't get enough passengers on board uh, to, to make it work. And if the routes are too big then Allegiant or someone else will swoop in with bigger airplanes and lower seat costs and then win. So look for smaller routes that don't have point-to-point -point service today, but uh, not too small. And um, primary airports are possible, unlike with Avello. They've talked about secondary airports, but it could also be primary airports in, in like secondary markets, like mid-sized cities. Okay, so you said this is like two different airlines. What's the other part? Yeah, so the other part is the original plan. <laughs> uh, 
before David got sidetracked by cheap small airplanes. So he placed an order for a ton of A220 airplanes, which are bigger than the Embraers and have a lot more range. Uh, he loves it so much that he recently bumped the order up again to 80 airplanes. It is a lot of airplanes. Uh, so these airplanes, they will have a bunch of bells and whistles because they can fly further. And we've heard them talk about all kinds of things like from flatbeds or different types of onboard options, seatback screens, Wi-Fi. You get the idea. It's just not sure. So really the only thing that these airplanes are likely to have in common with the Embraers uh, is that the paint jobs will be the same. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, they'll both fly what the airline sees as underserved nonstop markets, w- whatever that means. But the experience should be pretty different. You know, Long Beach to Rome is uh, an underserved nonstop market. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, well, as you know, the uh, city council won't allow those international That's flights. True. But yeah. uh, but let's pretend that actually is an underserved market. <laughs> Too bad because the A220 can't go that far. Sure. Uh, it, it can go west coast of Hawaii. It can dip into South America um, from some places. It can do some east coast Europe flying um, and then domestic, of course. And, you know, all, all these ideas are things that have been dropped by David over time, but that doesn't mean they'll actually happen. Okay. So when does uh, the airline start flying? I don't know. <laughs> they wanted to be flying before summer, but the launch keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed again. So. I don't know. Maybe they're already flying. Look up in the sky. Do you see it anywhere? It's possible. Uh, any any day now, we could find that out. Okay. So what's the what's the last one that you wanted to talk about? Okay. So this this one's a very different animal. Uh, it, it's called Connect Airlines, and it's still trying to get certified and funded. So that's a problem times two. Mm. Uh, it, it only wants $10 million, which isn't even 10% of what the other two have raised. But as far as I know, it hasn't raised the money yet. Um, so this sounds like uh, this airline doesn't exist and it won't happen. So why are we even talking about it? <laughs> eh, it's, it's possible. But, you know, <laughs> there there is one thing that can make this a reality. And that's so the company is planning to fly turboprops from Toronto's close in city airport. Uh, to U.S. markets that are nearby, like Chicago and Philly. Uh, And yes, there is already an airline that does this called Porter, but Porter hasn't flown in over a year, and there's some other differences too. Um, You know, Porter says it's hibernating, but we'll see if it ever starts again. Okay. Uh, So, so far I'm not hearing anything that makes me think that this is any more likely to happen. Right. So let me get to that part. So in its filing with the government, uh, Connect says it's pretty far down the line in negotiating a regional feed agreement. And uh, we don't know what airline it might be with. It's probably American because the first destinations uh, that it has said it wants to serve line up with American's hubs. Uh, and American's also the only one of the big three U.S. airlines without a Canadian partner. So uh, if it does come to an agreement to fly, as a regional feeder, as American Eagle, and then gets paid a flat fee under what's called a CPA agreement, uh, then it's in good shape. Uh, if not, well, we've probably just wasted our breath talking about this. All right. So why are so many airlines starting right now? It's a good question. Some of it is just dumb luck. I mean, Avello has been in the works for more than five years. Breeze was in progress well before the pandemic. 
Um, you know, each airline is, is leisure focused and now is not a bad time to think about starting a leisure airline. But I do imagine that the pandemic helped in some ways. It freed up pilots to be hired by the newbies. It made used airplanes really, really cheap since nobody wanted them. And other airline capacity is down. So that leaves opportunities to scavenge. Uh, and, you know, on top of that, money is just cheap right now. And investors don't have great places to put it. So here we are. <laughs> uh, now, now the question is, will they all make it? Or in other words, do they have the right stuff? Uh I suppose. Come on! <laughs> I suppose they'll have to take it step by step. Ooh, baby! See, I knew you had it in you. Uh. <laughs> you could have sang that better. Thanks for tuning in to Cranky Talk. We'll be back with more deep dives and helpful tips for these turbulent times. But before we go, it's time for the archive trivia. Thearchive.net is sponsoring us this week by seeing just how much you know about the airline industry. Here is this week's question. Name the three airlines that have been taken over by Southwest over the years. If you don't know the answer, we suggest heading over to thearchive.net, an avgeek's paradise of timetables, route maps, photos, and so much more. You'll find the answer over there. Come back for our next episode to see if you got it right. Um, and if you'd like to be a sponsor, let us know. Email us at advertise at crankyflyer.com. And please remember to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. This helps others find our podcast. And Brett, we have mm. a review. Ooh, is it a good one? Uh, it is a great one. This is a five-star review. Thank you so much, Armando2100. Uh, Armando says, great interviews, succinct episodes, updated material explained by an expert for av geeks and other travelers, too. This is fantastic. Thank you. Wow. So he's talking about me if he's talking about an expert because it sure I mean you. I mean he's talking about he's talking about someone he's talking about the podcast, which is the most important part. We don't have to single anybody out. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. D I mean, Dave, do you know the answer to the trivia question? Uh you definitely don't. You know. Moving on. <laughs> we'll get your best guess next week. How about that? Yeah, tune in next week for that debacle. Uh <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Armando twenty one hundred. Uh, we would like more of those, that's for sure. And if you have suggestions for what you'd like us to cover in a future show, let us know via email at info at crankyconcierge.com or you can find us on Twitter or Facebook at Cranky Concierge. If you're looking for the top daily airline news stories, you can subscribe to Cranky Daily at crankydaily.com.